Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for May 18th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of the Founding Fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide and the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers. One of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution, stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Yesterday's broadcast, a quick recap. We had our guest on, Mr. James Monday of the Liberty Monks podcast. Him and his brother, um, Mike, do a great job there, and we appreciate them. Michael and James Monday, they realized their constitutional rights were violated in 2020. Uh, They kicked off a podcast, libertymonks.com, and James attended the Reawaken Conference, the Reawaken America Tour in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and reported on that for us. We also had our guest on, Tina Horlocker. She's the Utah Liberty Festival Operations Director, utahlibertyfestival.com, happening June 17th and 18th in West Valley, Utah. Join us as we celebrate our liberty, wake up our family, friends, and neighbors, and send out a clarion call to our elected officials that, you know what? We're going to stand up like a mighty lion. We're going to stand up. we got to take back America in a peaceful way, ladies and gentlemen. That was our one. Hour two was a simulcast with the Sheriff Mack Show on Brighty on TV. And we had two guests, Catherine Engelbrecht, founder and president of TrueTheVote.org, and Greg Phillips, senior advisor with her, working with communities, parties, and campaigns. Really, he's an analytics expert with TrueTheVote. And we talked about the shame factor. Fox News and Newsmax both are burying the 2000 Mules movie, Shame on Them. The censorship continues, not only banned by Fox and banned by Newsmax, but even LinkedIn has now deplatformed Greg because he's an investigator on vote fraud. True the vote, believe it or not, won a $2 million historical settlement against the IRS. Did you know that? Yeah, I remember back in the day when Barack Obama was using the IRS to attack folks. Yeah, anybody who wanted to get a 501c3 was on hold and all that kind of stuff. And liberals, their their applications sailed through, but conservatives didn't. Remember back in the Barack days with all that? Well, Catherine got caught up in all that with True the Vote. And she literally fought the IRS for 10-plus years, and in the end, she won. How come the mainstream press really highlights um, you know, the scandal but never yet the reality? Catherine announced a historic legal victory. In her decade-long battle against the IRS, she won $2 million. Is it enough? Not even close. Does it stop the IRS? Not even maybe. But when good people stand up, does it do some good? Absolutely. The problem with standing up is there's just not enough of us, folks. We also then talked about how they stole the 2020 election. 2,000 Mules, a documentary film created by Dinesh D'Souza. If you haven't seen it, it's a must-see. And the bottom line is the documentary motion picture, 2,000 Mules, D'Souza, film takes proof of 2020 election fraud to mass audience ladies and gentlemen it's enough to change the game in the election the question is who will investigate well the constitutional sheriffs and peace officers association certainly will back sheriffs who will and next hour i'll double down on a couple of sheriffs who have already started their investigations 
The documentary used uh, cell phone tracking, geofencing, along with video cameras provided by government, um, what do you want to call it, FOIA request, evidence of, of uh, video camera um, film, uh, and proving that these mules literally stuffed ballot boxes and manipulated elections. You say, where did the money come from? Well, now there's allegations of Zuckerbucks. We'll keep an eye on that ball as well. But we know that there's been cash and checks and witnesses and even prosecutions in Arizona already. So this is cranking up. The question is, will the American people do anything about it or will they just go, huh, huh, back to football? But Zuckerberg spent over $400 million on elections. Did some of that flow to the mules? We'll keep an eye on the ball. Even Mike Lindell brings a review. He watched it twice, says it's real. Well, we're working with these investigators now, Greg and Catherine, in detail at the Constitutional Sheriff's and Peace Officers Association. Uh, We're going to issue a press release here in a day or so. We're going to have a press conference in Las Vegas about this, and we're going to do everything we can to see elections open up in all 3,000-plus counties in America. Time will tell how far we get. It all depends on you, my fellow Americans. Will you stand up or will you just go watch football? baseball, uh, whatever. 2,000 Mules investigator Greg Phillips uh, just got subpoenaed by the Georgia elections uh, group, uh, elections team, officials, whatever you want to call them. They're subpoenaing everything from Greg, and they're demanding Greg and Catherine put together depositions as well. Um, Greg says, you know what? These officials are intimidating my witnesses and me now. Uh, It's criminal. And the fact is, you know what? Somebody's going to get killed if we're not careful, says Greg. I pray that he's wrong, but I predict that he's right. Look, these people are out of control, and it just shows that we're right over the target. Why would they be attacking Greg, ladies and gentlemen? Why would they not want Greg either helping them or just say, hey, Greg, thank you for your information. We want to have our own independent investigation. Either are fine. But why subpoena Greg? Why make Greg make a sworn deposition? Why ask for all of Greg's sources, all of his material? Why? Why is Greg now the target? And that's really the big question. And so not only do we need to investigate election fraud all over the country in all 3,000 counties, um, we need to trace the money. But we now need to start investigating Georgia election officials because what are they doing? You're telling me there's a big old scandal? Then we use cell phone data and government video, and we prove vote fraud we literally follow the money we have checks and cash proof and witnesses and everything else and they're not even going to investigate this they're just going to attack greg you say there's no allegations of vote fraud that have a legitimacy uh, this is a legitimate as it gets now ladies and gentlemen it is way beyond the probable cause reality check well anyway there are a couple of counties investigating i'll tell you about that later in the broadcast but that's a recap of yesterday's incredible show Available on radio at LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net, spread the word, BrighteonRadio.com. But also TV, where you can see Catherine and Greg as well, BrighteonRadio.com for the archives. The Sheriff Mac Show in simulcast with Liberty Roundtable Live. We're telling the tale of truth, ladies and gentlemen. And boy, howdy, are we getting the attacks for it, too. All right, without, that, without further ado, that's a wrap of yesterday's show. News that Networks Refused to You starts now. Our buddy James Edwards with me. Race, politics, and hypocrisy in the 21st century. America, the political org is his award-winning talk show every Saturday night, live and uh, uh, anytime on demand at thepoliticalcesspool.org. He's also the author of an old book called Racism Smacism that needs to be updated for sure. <laughs> and the whole hour will explain why. James, welcome back, sir. 
Sam, it's great to be back. We've had a little bit of a bug going through the house with my uh, wife and children and myself, but uh, being on with you this morning is uh, the elixir the doctor ordered, and I'm happy to be here. And thank you for well, the kind words. Praying for the family for sure, sir. And uh, what do you think really quick of yesterday's uh, uh, info I've released? I tell you what, it's amazing uh, what you and Mac are doing and Brideon and the simulcast there. And, of course, this thing with 2,000 mules. And it just goes to show just how much, man, and there we could draw parallels with what's going on with the coverage of Buffalo, this article you sent me out of Idaho, and even the 2,000 mules thing, um, which is just such a huge story. You would think that it would at least get a hearing because it's so well documented and you, it, it was so well put together. And sometimes, of course, the sizzle is, uh, and the presentation is as important as the message. But these people, I think, very much nailed it. And you had a chance to talk with them, which was uh, such a good thing uh, for the network to be able to do. But it goes to show how much the media, of course, the system media, the regime media, the establishment media, uh, can make a legitimate story seem like a crank and make a true conspiracy they like to say anything they don't disagree with is a conspiracy theory but a true conspiracy theory uh to be uh something that uh, doesn't exist at all or or is real uh, they just have the power to shape they it have their that ends. control there's no doubt about it i'll tell you what i find most interesting about 2000 mules tucker carlson won't touch it fox won't touch it newsmax won't touch it now the whole movie centers around if you've watched it you got five salem Radio hosts, TV hosts, personalities, uh, big talk hosts, five of them who see at the start of the movie, then ask ask them, hey, you know, what about all this? And they all basically say, nah, no good, bogus, we're past it, forget it, you can't do anything, there's no evidence, the Kraken wasn't real, da-da-da. They all say that, in their own words, obviously. But at the end of the movie, after they've seen the evidence, they're all shocked and they all change their mind. It is amazing um, to see. They all change their mind. Um, I want to spend a little bit more time on this, then I want to move straight to this shooting that took place. Um, we're going to take a quick break in a second. When we get back, I want to play a commercial that I created that summarizes the 2000 Mules movie and what needs to happen. Uh, and I want to get your take because these, these talk show hosts all speak out at the end of my commercial and highlight what I'm talking about. They started out basically saying, no, forget it. It's a waste of time, Dinesh. There's no evidence here. Two years later, mind you. But then after they watched the, after they are presented the evidence, they didn't watch the movie because they were part of the movie as it was created, but they saw the evidence that would be then later reduced, re released in the movie. Uh, and what happened is these talk show hosts all at Salem said, no, 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 bogus. And then at the end they said, not only is we believe it's real, something's got to be done. And then Salem Media underwrites and backs the movie well fox won't touch it newsmax won't touch it but salem media will and the place you're supposed to go to watch the movie right now it's 20 bucks you know you get 10 friends and popcorn and it's two bucks a person watch it at your house i'm telling you salemnow.com is the place to watch it so i've never thought would see this but fox tucker carlson and newsmax chris ruddy and crew they won't even touch it with a 10-foot pole, but Salem quadruples down on this thing? I am quite shocked about that. Quick pause. James' response in the commercial in seconds on your radio. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media 
that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at FreedomFactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. FreedomFactor.org Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier. And this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. All right, back with you live. Sam Bushman, James Edwards on your radio. So we're trying to get that commercial. It's a long story, but it's not where it needs to be is the problem. So we'll play it here in just a second. But in the meantime... I am shocked, James, that Salem is willing to quadruple down on this thing. They had their five hosts watch it. They were willing to, you know, and I guess Dinesh basically said to them at the start, look, I want you to watch this. See if, you know, I want you to tell me your thoughts. So they do. He records that, puts that in the movie. And then, hey, let me show you the evidence that I've got. And then I want to know your thoughts. And that's kind of the beginning and the thrust of and then the ending of the movie. These five hosts from Salem going, nah, bogus, to are you kidding me right now? Um, this, something's got to be done. This is jaw-dropping. Uh, whoa. And, and now the whole movie's built around that and then d- giving the evidence. So much so that Salem backs the movie to the point where they underwrote it. SalemNow.com is where you're supposed to watch it, James. I'm shocked because I never thought Salem was more conservative than, say, a Tucker. That's exactly what I was about to say, Sam. That is exactly what I was about to say. I would have said out of the three between Salem, Newsmax, and uh Somebody like Tucker Carlson at Fox News, I would say Salem's going to be the least likely to to uh, to go for this. Uh, but uh, obviously, the evidence was compelling and overwhelming. And no matter where you fall on this question, you have to admit that a production like this is newsworthy. All right, and uh, something worthy of being shared with. Uh, healthy society uh, in the form of a free and open debate. But, of course, 
Well, number one, Tucker Carlson is under a lot of fire right now for saying truthful things that uh, allegedly the shooter in Buffalo appeared to agree with. I guess we'll have to take the media's yeah, word. Yeah, we'll get to uh, that. We'll get to that this. in just but a no, second. No, no this is Wait. totally bogus in the media here about how they're treating this shooter thing. We'll get to that in a second. Listen to this commercial now. We've got it, and it's a summary of kind of the point that I'm making. Listen to this. Has a presidential election been as thoroughly corrupted by coordinated fraud across multiple states as we now know took place in 2020? There is an easy way to bust it, but it's not the way you think. It's not to go find the ballots in the ballot mix. You can't do that. The way to find it is these guys have the cell phone identification of all the mules, all of them. So law enforcement has to step in at this point, and their next step what were you is, doing seven is times to go, go in interview the rush. mules. Who paid you? Right. Where'd you get the money? Will any state's law enforcement do this? This is a big question. The mules aren't going to fess up. They're, they know they're participating in something that is well, you've got You've got them on videotape. You've got 2,000 people who are committing felonies. Right. I'd like you to just reflect about what you've learned today and how you're feeling and thinking about it. It's just sickening to me this is jaw-dropping what you showed is frightening there you have it that's the response from three right at the end three of the five they all agree though they're all saying the same thing what on earth is going on here why won't tucker touch it why won't newsmax touch it uh we thought these guys were the conservatives James? Well, I'll tell you, I've got the answer for you. I've got the answer for you. And this is, and look, and Dinesh D'Souza is no lightweight. I mean, his movies get played in theaters nationwide. I mean, not this one necessarily, but his other. His now, other hold his on. Other this one got had. played in 250 theaters nationwide and made a million dollars in the first, like, half hour or something like that. And, it, and that now it's I being did played not in more theaters. I missed that. Now it's being, wow. Hold on. Now it's being played in more theaters coming up in a couple of days. So it's well, huge, I my am friend. happy. You're just behind the eight ball and sick. That's all. I tell you what, you can't get the flu in May. I <laughs> don't get the flu in May. I have heard a lot about this. I don't know how in the world I missed that one. I don't know how in the world. I am pleasantly uh, surprised to, to stand corrected. That is great news. So maybe uh, through through uh, it's sort of like Mel Gibson's Passion did, although that got a lot of coverage. It was all negative, but it went viral because the, the people liked it. And was one of the greatest movie successes in the history of all time. Now that this isn't going to do that, but at least it is going to be able to reach a wider audience. Now, what I was going to say though, uh, Tucker is under fire right now, so maybe he's a little gun shy. But you got to understand, at the end of the day, Dinesh D'Souza, okay, big big name player. We saw him at the Republican National Convention, Sam, when we were there on press row covering the event. And I believe, uh, well, I know I talked to him. I, I believe you interviewed him on, on Liberty. Yeah, Round I interviewed him for sure that week. Because I know and, I, emailed uh, so this them, is a, I emailed them to talk to them just now too. Uh, he's going to be on my broadcast on Tuesday morning, by the way. Uh, but anyway, I bring, this, I bring this up well, because I emailed just very quickly, his producer. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, this is a guy who is very much plugged. This is the point I'm uh, trying to make. Uh, a guy that's very much plugged in with the Republican establishment. Everybody knows Dinesh. It's not like somebody out there makes a good movie and then he's knocking on doors, you know, cold calling. Uh, Dinesh is on Fox all the time. So, of course, uh, the fact that even Fox is not covering it, that's very suspicious. And it leads you to believe when you have one of their regulars who is such a media uh, so, uh, so has such a savvy media presence when he can't even get through. Something's up with that. And at the very least, you have to say it's newsworthy and it's worthy of taking a look at. But at the end of the day, of course, as we all know, there's just a very small cabal of people who own all the media. It's not as if, you know, a local reporter for the uh, network affiliate in Kalamazoo can uh, decide what co uh, stories they're going to cover. They're all uh, sort of top down, of course, and this isn't news to anybody. But, you know, you just have really a handful of 
people stifling this. And that's why the media always appears. Uh, it doesn't just appear. It's why the media always speaks with, with a single voice. There you have it. Selling out at theaters nationwide. Moviegoers are shocked. Rave reviews from moviegoers. Those are the headlines that I'm seeing. Um, but uh, Dinesh, I had emailed their producer or their scheduler to say, hey, let's get Dinesh back. And she emails back and goes, I recognize your name. Here's my number. Let's set it up. So we did. It'll be Tuesday morning. Uh, and we wanted to put him on TV, but it conflicts with this podcast, so we can't. But he will be on the first hour at radio, t- or Tuesday morning. Uh, and so, anyway, Dinesh will jump in. We had on Catherine uh, and Greg, as you heard yesterday. So we're right in the middle of this. But this is huge, and we're really starting to find out this is almost the great, what do you want to call it, the great moxie to determine who's who uh, in America today. Believe it or not, even Mike Lindell watched it twice, doubled down in defense of it. So that's pretty good news as well. Um, this thing has taken off, James. Yeah, well, we of course, again, we talked about that. Mike Lindell, I thought, was actually a pretty big uh, cog in this because he is such another media magnet and uh, has close uh, connections with the former administration, as does D'Souza. And, and I know that uh, Trump himself has seen this, and I'm a little bit uh, curious as to why he hasn't said more about it. Well, um, in Donald's defense, he hasn't said enough about it, I agree. However... I will say this, it was Donald Trump speaking out at a rally promoting the movie that actually um, prompted Georgia election officials to subpoena Greg. Now, think about this. Think about this. So Trump has mentioned it, as we said, but not perhaps now that it's out and now that it's up and running, perhaps not as much as we would like, but he's, he's mentioned it. Normally, everything Trump says uh, gets lambasted by the press. I mean, of course, they're going to cover it negatively, but it does get covered. You know, there, there is a, a purposeful and intentional blackout of this film. I mean, that goes without saying. No doubt about it. So it's very interesting, though, to see when you say, hey, rave reviews um, from people, and then you say, hey, selling out at theaters across the nation, but yet most people don't hear about it. I don't really understand how all that works. How do you have a media blackout on this, but yet that's happening, James? That even indicts the media further, does it not? Well, I mean, it would be hard for the media to have a reputation any lower than what it currently holds with at least half the country. That's, of course, the the part of the country that voted for Trump. I mean, you've got tens of millions of, of Americans who... Uh, not only distrust the media, but uh, distrusts distrusts it so much that uh, their default position is to believe the exact opposite of what it says. That is a real indictment of uh, our controlled press here. Yeah, anyway, bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, 2,000 mules selling out at theaters across the nation is receiving rave reviews from moviegoers across the country. And then when you see those Salem media guys change their mind after seeing the evidence right in the movie, that is compelling and really indicts uh, Tucker Carlson and, and some of these people. Now, WND.com is, uh, mentioned it. Uh, the Epic Times has mentioned it. It's really kind of starting to let us know, in my opinion, who's who. Because now Dinesh D'Souza's 2000 movie re- returns to theaters. So it first kicked off at about 240 theaters or something like that. Then it stopped for a couple of days. Now it's coming back because it was so popular. Um, This is tremendous. Now, all the critics are just saying, hey, we're going to do a fact check on 2,000 mules. I've read their fact checks. Their fact checks are bogus. Well, speaking of bogus fact checks, ladies and gentlemen, let's transition this to the shooter because I think it's all connected. I know you think I'm crazy, but I'll get there. Uh, Look, the facts on this shooter are psychotic.
They are going for broke. You're as guilty as I am for the shooting, James, according to these thugs, according to these dishonest spin doctors in the media. Let's start. It happened Saturday, right? That is correct. In fact, it happened while I was on my program, and we were getting a lot of emails and and, and notifications about it. But uh, with it happening in real time, I didn't want to go in half-cocked. We're going to cover it uh, for the full program this weekend. Obviously a terrible thing, but the way the media is treating it is is also very, very, very bad. All right, hang tight. We're going to get to it, ladies and gentlemen, with James Edwards in seconds. We're going to break this down because there's so many components to this. It's shocking. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. the land you're listening to liberty news radio usa radio news with tim berg it looks like ukraine is about to get more help in its fight against russia the senate is expected to approve a 40 billion dollar bill as soon as today the house already taking action boosting president biden's initial request to add additional military and humanitarian aid. President Biden expected to sign the bill quickly. The nation's biggest wildfire is growing in New Mexico. It's up to about 300,000 acres and is only 26% contained. Several more counties are on standby for possible evacuations, and two national forests in the state will close tomorrow as a precaution. The governor spoke to President Biden about the situation yesterday, after he approved a disaster declaration earlier this month. Six other states are also battling large wildfires. This is USA Radio News. Wendy Bell here for my friends at Swiss America. Did you know the U.S. Constitution authorizes only two forms of legitimate money, gold and silver? That's right. But our government abandoned gold and silver a half century ago. Meanwhile, gold and silver prices have rocketed in recent years due to growing economic uncertainty. So to help my listeners, Swiss America has a very special offer today. Silver walking liberty half dollars at the amazing low price of $12.50 each delivered. You heard me right, $12.50. Call now to reserve your silver coins at 800-630-1490. That's 800-630-1490. Silver walking Liberty half dollars for just $12.50 each delivered while supplies last. Put a silver lining in your financial portfolio now by calling 800-630-1490. 800-630-1490. Ballots are continuing to be counted today from the busiest primary election so far this year. Five states voted yesterday, and four will have Senate showdowns this November. But two of them are still too close to call. That includes the GOP nomination in Pennsylvania and Oregon. In Pennsylvania, businessman David McCormick and Dr. Mohammed Oz are running less than a half a percent apart. Dr. Oz says Pennsylvania can be at the forefront on many issues. We have the ability in Pennsylvania to fight for the soul of this country. In North Carolina, Democrat Sherry Beasley will face off against Republican Ted Budd, who was endorsed by former President Trump. And in Kentucky, Democrat Charles Booker will try to unseat Senator Rand Paul. 
In the NBA Eastern Conference Finals, the Miami Heat took a one-game-to-zero lead over the Boston Celtics Tuesday night. You're listening to USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, Sam Bushman, James Edwards on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about the 2000 Mules movie selling out. you got to watch it. It's a must-watch. But we're also talking about despite unconstitutional red flag state law, Buffalo suspect legally purchased rifle. Um, guy's name is what? Payson S. Gender or whatever? Gen- Gendron, I guess is how yes. you say it. Uh, James, tell us about this guy. Well, I'm going to tell you all about it in about uh, 20 seconds. I did in the commercial break. I apologize for being down and out this weekend, folks, because a lot of things happened this weekend that I didn't know about. Just did a simple Google News uh, search for 2,000 mules, and it is getting a lot of coverage. I see NPR. I see the, the Washington Post. Of course, it's all negative coverage, but um, uh, Green Bay Area Theater uh, shows film alleging fraud in 2020 election. Uh, talks about uh, that. Uh, this is showing nationwide. It says that it. Uh, this is Yahoo saying this is the most successful political documentary in a decade, already seen by over a million people. Donald Trump echoes D'Souza's 2,000 Mules complaint on and on and on all over the place. So uh, while I have been sick this weekend, this has been uh, really coming out. All of these stories are from the last 24 to 72 hours. I apologize for being off the ball. I did not know it had, it had already picked up that much. I was operating on last week's news. But the situation in Buffalo... Is of course, uh, you had a obviously a very troubled and disturbed young man go and drive to Buffalo. You mentioned his name just a moment ago, and he selectively targeted a uh, highly dense black area of Buffalo, according to what we know. Now, I- I'm going to operate that no, no, what no, we've no. heard stop. from the media. Stop, stop. Not according to what we know. According to what we're told. I, that's exactly what I was about to clarify. According to what we're told, uh, because we're operating on what we're told or what we know by the establishment press, uh, they never interview people like this. Uh, so we don't hear it from them. We're going to take their word and the government agency's words that this guy really had a manifesto and this wasn't some sort of a psyop or this wasn't something where they got a guy who committed a, an act of interracial violence and then they dumped all of this stuff and alleged that it was him because I, I, I'll tell you the timing of this couldn't be better for the establishment. It gives them a wonderful opportunity when they're flagging uh, in the polls uh, to say, hey, look, this is why you elected us. We've got to stop terrorists like this. And we've got to stop people who think like him and uh, further reach for more censorship and and things like that. So the timing of it is uh, very bad. I, I guess I should say, before I even tell you more, folks, especially white men, do not commit acts of violence. Do not support, promote, suggest, glorify, or incite violence. Doing so, if for no other reason, if you can't get behind the fact that murder is a sin, that all of this is wrong on so many levels, it, it only aids those who who hate us when you do things like this it is entirely counterproductive it's evil it's wrong uh that's that's a full stop but what you had here sam was a naive and troubled young man who who knows maybe he believed that violence was the answer after seeing 
corporate contributions totaling hundreds of millions of dollars and massive political clout guilted to BLM terrorists in response to their own murderous and arsonist rampages over the years. Uh, I, I don't know if that was the case. But he does go in. He goes into this grocery store in Buffalo, New York, and he ends up killing, I believe, 11 people, 12 people. Um, all but two were black. And it was just a senseless thing. I mean, killing black shoppers uh, because you're concerned about what is called the great replacement does nothing does nothing to ameliorate your issues it only deepens it it only worsens it but that is the thing that everybody is focusing on including the president saying white supremacy is a poison well uh, that's wonderful if it's applied through murder if it's applied by murder but i I certainly didn't hear the president say anything anything at all uh back in december which was what five months ago when you had the exact mirror opposite the exact negative image of what happened in buffalo happened in uh, waukesha wisconsin where you had a black supremacist uh, who selectively targeted white uh, families white men women and children and ran over them with his car. He killed six people in that, all white, uh, injured 60 others, and he had written his own alleged manifestos saying that uh, he was going to do this because he hated white people. So, But, but of course, of course, that there's no pause for a national conversation about race relations or anything like that uh, when that happens. As a matter of fact, Sam, you may not know this, I've really dug into a lot of the statistics since this came up in preparation for my program this week. Um, there have been 185 America, uh, mass shootings in America in 34 different states in the first few months of 2022 alone, just in 2022, 185 mass shootings. But of course, you don't hear about those unless it's a sketchy white guy that can be used for political purposes. We all know this. We all know that in all the other ones, it's, 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 uh, it's majority almost exclusively black mass shooters okay and you don't hear about that but you do hear about this now i'm not saying it's okay in one instance and it's wrong in the other it's always wrong what i'm focusing on here i think is the media's attention of this the media's treatment of this when compared uh, to to when the the opposite is occurring uh but it's not wrong what he said isn't wrong okay whites are being replaced now, how do we know that? Thankfully, anti-white partisans have done the research for us. Uh, Mark Potok, who was a senior fellow at the Southern Poverty Law Center, had taped on his wall in his office uh, data of non-Hispanic whites' proportion of the U.S. population. And we saw this in a video, in a video documentary that I believe may still be on Netflix. In 1920, it was 90%. 90% of the country was white. 1960, 85%. 1980, 79%. 2000, 69%. 2012, 64%. 2015, 62%. Now, 57%. So, I don't know, if you can't call that a replacement, I'd like to know the word for it. Now, you can argue, of course, in the court of public opinion, and this used to be a free country, you can argue as to whether or not those plummeting uh, statistics are good or bad for the country. Obviously, murder is not the answer under any uh, circumstance. You can but also argue, to say, James, that to say that this is a conspiracy white... theory, 
It, it's just to say, I'm sorry, this will be the last word. Go ahead, I, To James. say it's a conspiracy theory, I'm sorry, so, so sorry, Sam. The, just to say that, that this is a conspiracy theory, and I just heard Biden in one of the network news breaks before we came on today to say it is a lie, it is not a lie. doesn't justify murder. This guy is going to pay a price, and he should, but uh, that is not the answer. That is not the way we should go about our business, but it is not a conspiracy theory. It is not a lie, and I have right here uh, the changing face of America. Uh, this is a Pew Research poll that was put on the NBC Nightly News. 1960 white population, 85%. It is projected in 2060 to be 43%. So to say that they that whites are being replaced is is not a lie. It is true. Well, and I would submit to you that I can prove that it's true. Ready? I can prove that it's true, and here it is. Whites won't have babies. <laughs> well, that's certainly part of the problem. I mean, part of the problem is declining now, birth rates. Whites will not have babies. You look at the other populations, whether they're coming into America or not, crossing the borders, that's a different topic. Uh, but the fact is, hey, other races will have babies and whites won't. Therefore, overall, well, reality is you're going to get replaced when you have less babies than can sustain your populations. So half of it's a white responsibility that no one wants to talk about. That is true. Uh, I, I around here, I have a pretty large family—a family of three—and I, I, I certainly yeah, am but, embarrassed but the truth to, is, to announce my number. But the truth is, when you're you talking say. about whole peoples, um, because you got to do whole peoples in real life, even though the numbers say 2.86 or whatever it is is replacement level, you got to have three babies to even be a replacement level. So, James, I, I think your family's wonderful, but you're barely at replacement level, sir. That's right. I'm only I'm only a net gain of one once uh, me and my my wife and I uh, receive our eternal lives. reward. But th that's right. Th that's true. I tell you so what, you I'm and not Kurt trying Cosby, to be rude, though. but I'm saying, look, <laughs> most whites <laughs> will right. not even replace themselves. Well, a lot of reasons for that, of course. Both the uh, parents so have listen, to work now. Listen carefully. If whites won't replace themselves, others will. Well, they're doing it. In, I've actually got the data on that, Sam. I'm glad you brought that up. Now, again, it's only a conspiracy theory if you don't like it. I mean, you have any number of establishment politicians talking about how the, the face of America is changing. I just said this was on the NBC Nightly News. Uh, this is not a conspiracy. It's an absolute fact. It just gets called a conspiracy or a hate speech if uh, you don't happen to agree with the direction the, the country's in, or if you're concerned about it, if you're concerned that different people with different heroes and cultures and languages and religions and all of these things that make people different, living in the same space is going to cause conflict. If you're even concerned about that, uh, then you're a white supremacist terrorist and you have have to be shut down. I wrote a book about this. This isn't a new observation, of course, but with regards to the population of by race and ethnicity, again, citing this NBC national uh, national poll, this Pew uh, research poll that was uh, publicized by NBC, I, I mentioned whites uh, in 1960, 85 percent. Uh, now at 57% by 2060, 43%. Interestingly, listen to the black numbers, Sam. 1960, 10% of the population. 2010, 12% of the population, 2060, 13% of the population. So their numbers have basically remained static, uh, or will have if this projection rolls out to be true. Certainly they have between 1960 and now, and even projected out to 2060. Blacks maintaining 10 to 13% of the population. Whites going down 40%. And I'll tell you where the big number is when we come back. All right, we'll do it in seconds, ladies and gentlemen. James Edwards with me, libertyroundtable.com. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? 
Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. All right, James Edwards continues on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we're talking about replacement theory. Uh, they want you to believe it's a theory that, hey, white people are being replaced. No, it's a fact they are. And most of it's by American choice. We're getting married later. We're having less babies. Family size is changing. Economics. People are deciding not to get married. People are, we can go on. But other nations or other nationalities are absolutely willing to have babies. Just ask the Latinos. Their families are much larger than the white families. I'm not uh, promoting them. I'm just telling you that by nature, the reality is they're going to get replaced. And then as we have crazy immigration laws, they're going to not only be um, replaced but imported into America, thus quadrupling the replacement effect, James. Sam, you're exactly right. That is, in my opinion, half of the problem, but an important half, and, and half is half, okay? Uh, it is true because of the adverse effects of radical feminism, abortion on demand, uh, divorce on demand, and all of these other things, just the degenerate culture uh, that we've been faced with, whites have basically torpedoed themselves uh, into this uh, free-falling plummet of birth rates, not just here in America, but around the world. But again, I am quoting here now from uh, NBC Nightly News, a Pew Research Center uh, statistic. I said poll. I guess it's more of a statistic. And it shows the changing face of America. So again, to say that this is a theory is is not uh, true. It is not a theory. It is, in fact, a fact that whites are being replaced, whether it's by th their own free will or by other means. And it is a little of both. Okay, we just covered the first. Whites' uh, portions of the population has already plummeted nearly 30% from 1960 to 2020, and it's going to be down to 43% in 2060, so the projections say. We mentioned the black birth rate, or the black percentage of the population, uh, was at 10% in 1960, 
in 2060, 100 years later, it's going to be at 13%. So that, that, that's, that's not where the action is. Uh, with regard to Asians, they were at about 3% in 1960. They're going to be at about 8% in 2060. And then people categorized as other, and I guess that would include your American Indians, uh, for example, uh, they were at about 2% in 1960, going to be at 6% in 2060. Now, I know it's difficult when we're on talk radio to uh, rattle out a bunch of st uh, statistics and, and you keep it all in your mind. But between uh, people categorized by NBC Nightly News as black, other, and Asian, their percentages of the overall population is going to be about the same. About the same within a few, within a handful of percentage points between 1960 and 2060. Whites will be uh, down 40%, their share of the population down 40% already down 30% from where it was in 1960. So where is the action? The action is with the Hispanics. The Hispanics were 4% of the population in 1960, uh, and they will be 31%, 31 percent, 31 percent by 2060. Now, I say all that to say this. This is another thing that the shooter in Buffalo was talking about, that uh, the powers that be, our government, are importing in a group of voters that will keep the Democrats in power in perpetuity. And you're already teetering on a knife's edge of that being true. Already teetering. Uh, but again, he is right about that. He is right about that. Now, whether it's being done purposefully or through apathy, uh, who's to say, I guess. Uh, but it is a fact that the government has allowed this proliferation of immigrants uh, from majority Hispanic countries to come in. Now, again, is that a good or a bad thing? That can be debated. Uh, but he's right in, in what he says. Now, does that justify murder? Absolutely not. And this is the thing I think uh, that is the, the, the big point. Uh, you can be right about the issues, but take very wrong and very evil actions. Uh, but the media is not concerned about the fact, and the government is not concerned about the fact that this guy went out and, and, and killed a bunch of people. They certainly weren't concerned in... Uh, Another situation that actually happened in New York, Sam, uh, just very, very recently, you had uh, the the shooter, Frank uh, James, a black nationalist, and he was an outspoken black nationalist, according to the information that we received on him. I don't want to take the media's word for it when it's somebody like that and not trust him when it's some, something like this, but he was arrested for shooting 10 people in New York. The media quickly buried the story. That was in the subway, of course, just a few weeks ago. Uh, so the treatment of these totally opposite. But uh, as I said, the, the government, Biden, they don't care about these poor people who were senselessly murdered in Buffalo. They love it. They love it because it can advance their uh, agenda to stifle free speech, uh, to, uh, to further put the clamps on their opposition. And, of course, this goes back for years and years and years. Anyone who disagrees with them, any of them who arrive to logical, fact-based conclusions, must be a white supremacist, a neo-Nazi, and there's no middle ground. Now, obviously, I don't know anything about this guy. Nobody ever heard of him before he went into that grocery store and, and did this act. But, uh, but they will use him to tar everyone else who has reached similar conclusions. It is not the fault of the information. The information is not at fault, okay? Only the individual. And to tar everybody else with this brush is exactly what they're going to do. And I think you're going to see a new wave of censorship and replacement, and we'll see how far the tide comes inland. Now, here's what I find interesting about this case, in my opinion, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> what the mainstream press wants to say is, hey, Republicans are all fine with the violence. Conservatives, white supremacists, 
they're all fine with the violence. We don't really deny the violence. We think it's okay. We think it's part of the normalcy in agitation or the normalcy in, in, in election bantering or, okay, they tie this to everything. And they act like we think it's okay. Look, we have condemned this violence till we're blue in the face. Okay, we stand against it. We've never endorsed it at all. James Edwards just started out telling you this was a deranged, troubled young man. Okay, just because there's truisms that this young man embraces, along with his psychotic, uh, deadly rampage, that doesn't mean the truisms are false. Okay, it's kind of like the oh, um, Unabomber that believed in Al Gore's book. Okay, that doesn't mean that, the, that you know, hey, whether you agree or disagree with Al Gore's information or whether you agree with the Unabomber's actions or disagree, uh, I'm, I'm here to deny violence in every case. But see, when I deny it, then they say, you're just trying to make your white supremacy seem palatable. If I don't deny it, they say, well, you're not denying it and you must embrace it. If I say, wait a minute, that has nothing to do with it. The replacement reality is the facts. It's beyond debate with the numbers. Oh, you're into a theory. Okay, the bottom line is they're just going to lie to your face to the point where you've got to choose what media you're paying attention to, James. It's that simple. Otherwise, we'll never have the American people understand the truth. I really appreciate you letting me run free here, Sam, and, and take so much time to sort of share my thoughts on this because, again, the only appropriate thought in, in terms of the eyes of the establishment is more censorship, more repression. Anybody who said anything that sounds similar to what this guy said must be shut down because uh, they're white supremacists and are just as liable to commit acts of violence as this guy. And I got to say this, this is, I think, a, a big takeaway, is that if this all is legit, if everything we've heard about this guy is legit and it wasn't just planted after the fact uh, to take advantage of the situation, let's just take it for argument's sake that, that he wrote these things and he believed these things. If you did come to the conclusion, if you've had any sort of observance of political reality, and I know he was a young guy, uh, you know, in his, what, late 18 years old. 20s. Oh, yeah, 18. Wow. Okay, so he's very young, so maybe he doesn't know any better. I mean, no, he knows better than to murder, but I mean, and talks about, in, in terms of the political ramifications, if you have any sense at all, and if you truly did sincerely arrive at these conclusions that, hey, there is a demographic uh, resorting happening here, and it might not be in the best interest uh, for this country uh, or, or for the stability of this country. If you arrived at these conclusions, taking this action was the worst thing you could do. Going in and murdering 10 innocent black shoppers at a grocery store does nothing to help your cause. It only gives ammunition uh, to, the, to the other side uh, to come after people who share your observations and concerns in a heartfelt way, but who would never do things like this. It's, as I said before, he couldn't have done anything that would have hurt the cause he claimed to believe more. And that's why I got to say, even at 18, it's just almost too good to be true. It's a too good to be true uh, scenario for the establishment. They'll be able to take this, and they are taking this, and we'll see where they go with it, but it's not going to be good for freedom of speech. It's not going to be good for freedom of association. It's not going to be good across the board, and uh, we'll just see. All we can do is see, but uh, again, what I would say, anybody listening, don't ever do anything like this. And ladies and gentlemen, it's wrong when you murder anyone. 
That's right. And a lot of the reasons the conservatives don't double down against this and, 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 you know, um, whatever you want to say, denounce it or whatever term you want to use, because to us, ladies and gentlemen, in our moral code, it's a given. Obviously, it's denounced. Do I need to spend time on that? Of course we're against. I don't care who kills who, liberal, conservative. I don't care how they paint the narrative in the mainstream press. All murder is wrong. Thou shalt not kill is the biblical Christian Tenth Commandment reality. We know that. We agree with that. But do we need to tell you that over and over and over and over or part of it or we somehow uh, endorse it? See, that again, this just proves the lie of these people. The reason we're not condemning it is because it goes without saying. Obviously, it's condemned. Obviously, it's rejected. Same with slavery. Okay? I don't believe people should be slaves. But the government makes me a slave and no one talks about it. Just ask the IRS that forces me to work <laughs> six months out of the year, okay? I just ask the folks that force me to stay in my home with a mask on. You want to talk about slavery? Just that, okay? But uh, it goes without saying, James. I really want to hammer that home because they act like we don't speak about it because we don't care. They're off their rockers. That's an assertion that's absolutely bogus. Even our whole moral code biblically, our whole Christian uh, identity your fo- is, is thou shalt not kill it's the one the 10 centers of it if you will and they say oh you guys don't deny it you must be fine with it or okay with it or that's just part of your narrative or an acceptable part of the political melee they're off their rockers crazy no that's absolutely right i couldn't agree with you more and we rest on that but even if for some reason your brain doesn't rest on that or your moral code doesn't rest on that and god help you if it doesn't but if it doesn't Doing something like this only hurts the issues you claim to be about. And, again, that, that's our takeaways here. You can draw the right conclusions. Some of the things that I've read that were attributed to this guy are factually correct. It, it is also things that I'm concerned about. Uh, his actions totally wrong. Uh, and then, of course, the way the media and the government and the, the system is going to use this. And, of course, how when you have an exact polar opposite, and we've had two such cases uh, in, in this year alone and the very end of last year where you have black nationalists or black supremacists targeting people because they're white and they get they get almost no news coverage. It's certainly not a presidential visit. So I'm tell uh, you how to that, fix it? that hypocrisy, that double standard, we gotta we got to talk about. I'm going to tell you how to fix it. First Don't comes shoot. love, then comes marriage, then comes the baby carriage. That's how you fix it. Yep, that's right. That's right. A lot of hey, reasons. You don't want to be replaced, ladies and gentlemen. You think you're going to replace Sam Bushman? I've got eight children. Go ahead and replace me. Give it a try. Bring it on. Multiply and replenish the earth. That's God's command, and it's still never been rescinded. You got that? Hey, James, are you, are you feeling well enough to stay with me next hour? There's a whole lot more on this shooter story if if you need me let's rock and roll all right man look ladies and gentlemen about 30 minutes before he launched his rage i guess he jumped on social media and let people know what he was going to do and no one told authorities i want to talk about that i want to also go back to the vegas shooting because it relates and i'll tell you how we'll do it all in seconds next hour james edwards with me hour one of the can hour two coming up god save the republic
Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. Liberty Roundtable Live continues. Our goal remains the same. That is to promote God, family, and country and to protect life, liberty, and property. This is Hour 2 of 2. This is the broadcast for May 18th in the year of our Lord, 2022. God save the Republic is our claim to fame. We the people need to get involved, ladies and gentlemen. We're losing the culture war big time. James Edwards with me both hours today, thepoliticalcesspool.org. And we talked about the 2,000 Mules movies selling out in theaters all across the country, and people are absolutely raving about it. The mainstream press attacking it like never before, uh, like you couldn't believe. But despite unconstitutional red flag state laws, ladies and gentlemen, this Buffalo suspect this Gendron guy bought a gun legally, a rifle, went ballistic with it. Well, they now are linking this to the birth rates keep falling for U.S. women. Fact. They tie it to Americans aren't making enough babies facts to replace ourselves. But what they do is they lie because they then blame it on this, uh, you know, replacement theory. And what do I mean by the lie? The replacement theory is real, folks. It's not a lie. Okay, it's not a theory. It's a fact. Whites are being replaced. The white population is decreasing in the United States, and every other population is increasing. It is not debatable. It is absolutely factual. Now, you can debate the causes. I say because it's white men and women aren't willing to have babies is a big cause. But a bigger cause than even that is that we are importing illegally. So many people, primarily Hispanics, to where we're flat out getting replaced in the process. You can say it isn't true. You can lie like Joe Biden just did. But Americans need to wake up and pay attention to the right media who are telling them the truth. You go look at the numbers. Even government numbers contradict Joe. Okay, whacked out, crazy, sleepy Joe. Can't even get the numbers from his own government right. Okay, he's lying to you, folks. This is not replacement theory. This is replacement fact, okay? Anyway, why do we start on that? Because that's the big push they're making to attack any whites because they claim this guy was a white supremacist. So, therefore, all whites are white supremacists, Republicans on down. Now, it first started out they would marginalize guys like Sam and James who were bold enough to speak out and call truth truth. But now they're widening their net to, you know what, even if you're not a baby, if you're not a baby killer, then you've got to be um, a racist. Right? They're tying it to where everybody is in their big dragnet now. Unless you want to kill babies and just murder it on abortion on demand, unless you want to go ahead and just, you know, open the borders like, hey, you're a racist, you're a hater, you're evil somehow. That's the narrative. Well, they're taking this latest shooting, and they're doing just that with it. So they tie this to this, quote, ideology, white supremacist ideology, known as replacement theory, they say, which imagines a nefarious scheme to replace white Americans and voters with immigrants of color. Folks, they're doing it. You don't believe me? What about when Barack Obama said, hey, if you are um, in America you know, and you vote, you're a citizen? What about that? Um, just this last month, over 100,000, is it? Yeah. Um, Hispanics were allowed to stay in America just this month, James. Did you see that? Uh, like every month. <laughs> so unless unless you're willing to have that many children, folks, you're going to get replaced, okay? It's a reality check. Well, anyway, they're tying this to this shooter. 
And they're saying it's that our ideology that's the problem. And they're literally now attacking Republicans everywhere over this, James. Now they've casted the net so wide to where it's not even you and I. You and I are the innocents now. Yes, I'd like to talk about that. A couple of things, as we said in the in the last hour, if you have come to the conclusions that uh, the shooter was alleged to have reached, uh, then, again, you are cast with this wide uh, net and you are just as bad a- as he has. But uh, if you are a leftist who has been praying for the most perfectly gift-wrapped outrage fl- uh, fuel, this incident satisfies every requirement down to the last detail, which is why I'm a little bit suspicious of it. But, uh, again, for argument's sake, we'll take uh, the, the word of the, the media here that this guy actually believed all of these things that he wrote. However, I had a friend who's an attorney in London who, who wrote to me saying that this sort of thing is a symptom of a fracturing society. I thought this was a, a good comment. and Actually, I, I should say, too, Sam, what you said in the opening monologue of this segment was really the best take I've heard on it, uh, the most succinct and powerful take uh, that I've heard on it yet. Uh, bravo to you for what you said just a moment ago. Fantastic commentary. Uh, but my friend in England wrote, uh, I fear that episodes of this kind will become more frequent as self-radicalized, angry young white men take extreme measures out of rage at a society that has betrayed them. Now, of course, it goes without saying we hope that that doesn't happen and is not the case. But I think on some levels, uh, it is surprising that uh, the number of incidents like this has been so few. Because if you are white and you are concerned about some of these issues, you have no recourse. You are constantly denigrated, derided, mocked. Uh, you are constantly uh, villainized. And some people, if they don't have a strong anchor in Christ or a strong family, will become the caricature. They will become exactly what the media wants you to be. Uh, a tool to further their agenda, not ours. Uh, and there was one thing Mr. Producer said during the last break about how, hey, you know, I thought it was guns that kill people. And uh, that's an interesting point uh, because had it been, had this situation been a black-on-black uh, crime, had it been a black man who had gone into the black supermarket and killed 10 black people, first of all, it probably would have only made local news. But if it had made news at all, it would have been a story about gun control. You know, see, so the, the, the establishment uses each situation that it can, let no uh, tragedy go to waste or whatever the old saying is, uh, to benefit their narrative and their agenda. If, if, if they couldn't have got any more mileage out of this uh, horrific act than to further go after gun control. And by the way, I think the shooter himself had written about what a joke gun control is in New York. I mean, he lives in New York and he got the gun that did this in New York. So there you go. Uh, but they would have done and it. He got way. it legally despite all their laws to say that, that this would have stopped it. That's why they got to pass the law. It never works, never works, never works. Now, our producer also said, hey, if guns kill people, why isn't the gun on trial? Why is that, you know? Well, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> it, 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 it is so interesting. It, it's right. It's right. So they would have used the gun control narrative if they used anything at all on this story had the, the race dynamic uh, been a little bit different. And they do do that. Uh, but it, as I said, uh, in the first hour, you had a black nationalist, a black supremacist who had written that he wanted to kill white people. And he ended up doing that at the Waukesha Christmas parade. He killed six and injured 60 all white with his SUV just plowed. James, into, that doesn't uh, exist. <laughs> well, it does. Well, barely, according to the media. See, but, that, but that's the how thing they is, are, folks. doesn't matter if it's a factual truth documented until the cows come home. 
people are dead. None of that matters in their world, right? How, how, how much are you hearing about the racial dynamics of the situation in Buffalo? Literally every story leads with that. White uh, killer, black victims. When the situation is reversed, you know what they said? And what uh, uh, what minimal coverage it got in Wisconsin, and it got it for a couple of days, and then it was just memory hold, a car. You know, it said a car killed six people. Yes, didn't it mention did. anything about the car, like, the car just crazy, cranked buddy. itself and, and, and decided to go kill people. I mean, it re- literally, I was reading, I was rereading some of these stories in preparation. Now for this. with AI though, uh, James, maybe the car did decide to kill people. Maybe, maybe that's, <laughs> <the reason. laughs> yeah, that's another problem. I mean, you can talk about that, the, the rise of the machines that's going to kill us all. <laughs> but, uh, all right. So, but let, all, let me explain how I wrote a car. Let me, re- let me write or explain how I wrote, rewrote the headline. They say, you know, white supremacists have this conspiracy theory about white replacement, okay? And that, that drove this shooter to kill everybody. And, uh, the, you know, hey, we got to really go on to that. The Republicans, everybody's guilty of this now. It used to be in the fringes of white supremacists wearing capes. Now it's in the mainstream. Uh, the whites are taking over, okay? That's what they want you to believe this, this. Okay, let me tell you how I rewrote the headline. See if you think this is fair and accurate. Here it is. Ready? Replacement fact documents effort to replace whites and white Americans and voters with immigrants or people of color. Isn't that the truth? Look, well, we I'll tell you, it's happening, folks. And I want to debate anybody on CNN and anywhere, and I'll tell you how. We'll use the government numbers to, to highlight the whites having less babies. We'll use the border leaking like a sieve numbers. We'll show the replacement charts that James highlighted last hour. We'll drill into this and just show this is happening. This is not debatable. It is not even discussable in, in an intelligent forum um, when you see the numbers and the effort. It's happening. Now, if you want to talk about why or if you want to talk about it's not intentional or you want to whatever, but the fact is it's happening. It's a reality. There are less whites as a proportion of society uh, or a percentage of society than there were years ago. And it continues to decline. And it will continue to decline because the borders leak like a sieve, because people are having less ba- whites are having less babies. You can point to whatever narrative you want of the reason. But it is not, it can, we're not making this up. This is not even a discussion. How we can have it in the modern media today is beyond my imagination. But it's a one sided discussion if it's the mainstream press, too, Jay. Or James? Well, they they write about it every every day. Every day, you'll you'll see headlines talking about uh, the again the changing demographics. We're using their own numbers. This, these aren't these aren't studies that we commission in sort of a half cocked way. These are NBC. These are government statistics. Uh, these are Pew Research Center statistics that we're citing here. And of course, when they crow about it, about how great it is, it's not a conspiracy theory at all. It's uh, it's hey, yeah, this is happening, and how wonderful it is, more diversity. Uh, but if you if you take a dissenting view about it, then it becomes a conspiracy theory. It, it's the most, it's the damnedest thing I've, I believe I've ever seen. Sam, they cited in a good There's way. There's no question. Yeah, it's true, and, and that's cited, why we and it's, that's why uh, we take it on, ladies and gentlemen. It's a conspiracy. And those of you who are concerned, if you carry this broadcast, hey, you're taking on two. You know, complicated. Of a, look, they're telling you that every Republican now is literally involved in this replacement white theory that the, 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 the white supremacists are coming after you. We'll talk about it coming up in seconds on your radio. 
There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2000mules.com. 2000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still-industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married and have some kids. All right. James Edwards with me, ladies and gentlemen. DeepLookAccessible.org is his award-winning broadcast every Saturday night, but available online anytime. DeepLookAccessible.org. And we're talking about this replacement fact documents effort to replace white Americans and voters with immigrants or people of color. It's happening, folks. Go look at the statistics. You got a hundred thousand people that are not white coming into America every month, at least. <laughs> You've got other races willing to have children where whites are not. The replacement is the reality. Okay? Uh and whether you like it or not. And when they want to talk about it in glowing terms, as James said, they highlight the fact, hey, this is great. When I bring it up or you bring it up or anybody else says, hey, this is a concern. Now, let me explain why it's a concern. Let's drill into that for a quick second, James. It's not a concern that other people are having children. God said multiply and replenish the earth, and that's never been rescinded. And he didn't say except for black people or anything like that. Okay, So these other people are willing to obey God's command, and the whites are not. And that's really the, the Christian problem that we must, the elephant in the room we must deal with. That's number one. Number two, immigration is a problem, though. This illegal activity crossing borders is the problem. And it's not a replacement discussion except for downstream. It's an illegal discussion. Okay, illegality. And then, hey, over time, that illegality changes voter rolls, does all these nefarious things. But it's really illegal activity that's the core of this, James. 
Uh, that's part of it, Sam. I think that every group of people should be able to have a nation that reflects their values and their heroes and their culture. And uh, that that's white, that's black, that's Hispanic, that's everybody. I, I'm, I'm not necessarily for countries that are just uh, an amalgamation of uh, humanity because I uh, believe that that leads to conflict. All right? That's the only reason. doesn't mean that I hate uh, other people or, or anything like that. I just I think you have more continuity and, and more happiness and more high trust if you can be around people of similar beliefs. I'd rather live in a Christian country, for instance, than, than a Muslim country and, and, and things of that nature. Uh, but yes, the illegality is definitely a part of it, and the illegality has certainly played into uh, the skyrocketing levels of uh, growth in the Hispanic community uh, and the downward shift of the white proportion of the population. But one thing that they're definitely doing is tagging all Republicans on this. Uh, and, and that's interesting for a, a few reasons. A lot changed after Donald Trump, for better and for worse and for whatever his faults and, and whatever good he did. I, I still say that he triggered the media so much he really eviscerated a lot of the trust that certainly the Republican side of the electorate, which is half the electorate, has, uh, has in the establishment media. And he was very manly when called all of these shut-up terms, uh, racist and white supremacist. He was called this every day, 100 times a day. Every story about him included some sort of... Uh, uh, degrading adjective uh, that a normal person wouldn't want to be known as uh, and he always you know dug his heels in and never apologized and i think that that encouraged a lot of people to say hey you know and I, this was what my book was about back in 2010 that they are using these words not because that's who you are if you have certain beliefs or what you are if you have certain beliefs but because they know it's effective uh, tool to shut you up it's a socio-political nuclear bomb it will shut you up but trump gave cover to people to be a little more honest and to be uh, to have a little more mainstream acceptance and the trump formula especially during his candidacy in 2016 really gave them a lot of safe cover gave us gave me gave everyone who who, who has some concerns about illegal immigration and things like that that safe cover to, to to become more acceptable within the republican mainstream i mean this was the uh, the the party's nominee and eventually the president of the united states saying no more no less really on a lot of these issues than i've ever said in my career as a talk radio host and so when you had dylan roof this is this is i think a very interesting takeaway when you had dylan roof who uh, committed the murders again very similar uh, senseless innocent uh, uh, senseless murder of innocent people at, at, a, at a black church in, in Charleston in 2015 of course they went right into well anyone who believes anything that Dylan Roof ever said is exactly the you know these are the people we've got to silence and shut up because they're liable to, to take these actions and they're responsible for it and if we don't stop them from sharing their ideas, you're, you're going to have more Dylan Roofs. It's completely, completely a joke because it's, when the shoe's on the other foot, as we said, they don't mention it at all. But uh, the reason I bring this up is uh, supposedly Dylan Roof had one time gone to the website of a group called the Council of Conservative Citizens. And the Council of Conservative Citizens had uh, similarly uh, had posted racial statistics very similar to that which NBC Nightly News posted. And I think they always used mainstream sources as well. And allegedly, Dylan Roof had gone to the CFCC website uh, one time, and according to the media, he saw some statistics there that triggered this whole event in Charleston. So basically, 
uh, they laid the whole thing at the feet of the, the Council of Conservative Citizens, which, again, was a joke, but this is something that they do. Uh, they, they want to go after uh, the biggest fish they can net with any given tragedy to try to take them down, and it was effective with the Council of Conservative Citizens. That was in 2015. Since then, as I said a moment ago, Trump has given safe cover to a lot of these very legitimate issues and very legitimate concerns to where now, now, Sam, when you have the situation in Buffalo, they're not going after organizations on the right. They are going after the Republican Party itself. And, it's, and in fact, if one single individual that I've read about has been attacked for what happened in Buffalo more than anyone else, it's Tucker Carlson. Now, that is a major, major shift going after a small group like the Council of Conservative Citizens which did not have a national mainstream presence, to now you having to lay it at the feet of Tucker Carlson, that shows one thing, that millions, millions of Republican voters, which is in very big contrast to what you had in 2015, millions of Republican voters, and we've seen this in the statistics as well, believe there is a great placement afoot. I saw a poll, I believe it was somewhere between 20 and 30%. So that, that is exactly what's happening. That's that's millions and millions of people. It's gotten a lot bigger, and that's why they are so desperate to manipulate tragedies like this to advance their goals and aims of shutting up debate uh, and letting this thing run its full course. Now, the other person getting attacked uh, big time over this, which is I find interesting, listen to this. They say Representative Elise Stefanik of New York they call her the third-ranking House Republican, has blasted Biden over this, um, you know, formula for babies where the immigrants are getting formula and the American uh, mothers or women are not getting the formula. She blasted it, and now they tie her to this critical race theory. Yeah, she says, borrowing language from the QAnon conspiracy theory that claims there is a Satan-worshipping cabal of liberal pedophiles, which is moving the needle on the right... Anyway, it goes on, and then they talk about, hey, this race, critical race theory, uh, this replacement theory, and she's literally backing all this, they claim now. Okay, you're talking about the top third Republican in New York now, literally being attacked over this because she's saying, hey, wait a minute, why are the immigrants getting baby formula and the American women are not? And now it's turned into that, James. Yep, that's absolutely right. There you go. Uh, and what, it, that's a whole other thing. My wife has been on this uh, about the the baby formula thing. I don't want to necessarily chase a rabbit or go in a different direction. But, uh, uh, you know, of course, if you were breastfeeding, if you had the opportunity to breastfeed, if you were a mother who could actually stay at home and you didn't have to work as well and you made some more sacrifices. Uh, I mean, there is a big national freak out over the baby formula situation and uh a lot of babies are of course becoming sick and malnutrition because what else are they going to eat if, if the mother's milk is gone by the time uh that this hit uh, that that that's a problem i did see now, where here's how uh, here's before you go to i did see here's how they document this though james they say miss stefanik a one-time moderate republican who worked in george bush's white house basically hey she's lurching to the right She's got she's she's drinking your Kool-Aid, James. And now she's an well, ultra exactly. mega warrior and she's moved to the hard right. And now she's embraced racism. 
Yeah, this is exactly a different different story, but the exact same formula, <laughs> pun intended, that the media uses. If you come to uh, to a conclusion that differs from their narrative, they don't just say, "Well, this person disagrees and has a difference of opinion." If you if you look at the statistics that they put out and say, "Hey, it looks like whites are being replaced here," and I'm not so sure if that's a good thing because we had a pretty good run of it here in this country, and America became the most powerful nation in the world with a white majority, and I'm not sure if uh, if, if if things change if that's going to be good for us or make a difference or you know I just question this. Then it, it, it's not, hey. You know, let's talk about it. It's white supremacist, white nationalist, neo-Nazi, murderous thug, uh, so on and so forth. But I, I did see with the baby formula, and this is a tragedy, uh, Pete Buttigieg uh, and uh, his husband, Chaston, have run out of formula, and their twins are suffering from it. That's a that's something that, uh, boy, do you ever think you'd well, live maybe long a to mom, <laughs> Maybe a mom ought to have those babies where she might be able to nurse them. Or maybe they could find a wet nurse. That used to be the case back in the day when there was no such thing as formula. Remember, there were those days, ladies and gentlemen. Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The U.S. women's and men's soccer teams will get equal pay for international games under a landmark agreement with the U.S. Soccer Federation. This is part of a settlement deal reached in February that will give women players back pay. As a crisis on the U.S.-Mexico border continues, Texas Republican Congressman Tony Gonzalez says that the influx of illegal immigrants entering the United States through the southern border should be concerning for everyone, no matter their political opinions. It is 100% a national security issue, and everybody, regardless of party, should be focused on it. Title 42 is a pandemic-era policy that has allowed illegal immigrants to be turned away at the Mexican border for the past two years. The Biden administration seeks to end the policy as the CDC says it is no longer necessary. This is USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-9336. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-9336. 800-444-9336. At Kennedy Space Center in Florida, SpaceX launched a Falcon 9 rocket this morning. Three, two, one. Full power. And liftoff. This launch released 53 Starlink satellites into a low Earth orbit. Starlink is SpaceX's network of satellites that are designed to deliver low-cost Internet access to remote locations. There are currently more than 2,000 Starlink satellites in orbit. New data shows the nation's roads are more deadly than they have been in over a decade. 
The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration estimating nearly 43,000 people died in crashes last year. That's an increase of more than 4,000 from 2020. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg saying the traffic deaths are a crisis on America's roadways that we must address together. You're listening to USA Radio News. All right, ladies and gentlemen, James Edwards, Sam Bushman breaking this down. And I know it seems like a very confusing broadcast. We're promoting 2,000 mules and vote fraud discussions. We're talking about constitutional red, unconstitutional red flag state laws not stopping killers. We're talking about this uh, birth rates keep falling for women. We're talking about Republican silence in the rising tide of murders by extremists, they claim. New York Times, well, I want to challenge the New York Times and CNN and everybody. They tell you that we won't condemn these things, and they tell you that we won't talk about it, that we, that we echo critical race, uh, or I'm sorry, critical replacement theory, but yet we won't denounce it. Let me be clear to you, CNN. Let me be clear to you, Fox. Let me be clear to you, the New York Times, <clears throat> and all your downstream minions. Not only will I not deny critical race theory, I will double down and call it critical race fact. Not only will I not avoid the term, I will tell you that it's happening and it's illegal and it's wrong and it must stop. Um, let's debate this. If you people, why are you avoiding guys like me that will take you on? You want to just talk to the politicians that are so vague they don't know which way the wind's blowing. Uh, that's the Republican mainstream mantra. Why don't you talk to guys like me and James who will give it to you straight? Critical race reality is what we should be calling it. Critical race Fact is what we should be calling this replacement thing. It's happening. It's real. There's no data about it. There's no doubt about it. And the fact is, I'm willing to take it on. I think the illegal immigration is wrong and needs to stop. Why? Because it's illegal. I don't have any problem with anybody else having babies, different races. By all means, multiply and replenish the earth. God said so. By all means, promote God, family, and country, everybody. And I don't have any problem with some people believing that we should be a big melting pot and other people saying, hey, should we, we should be in our own nations because when we're forced together, it's conflict. But I'll tell you this, I don't want the illegal activity going on. I want it stopped, period. And when it comes to this replacement reality, look, it's happening. It's beyond debate. Now, I want to drill into this. Um, what's this guy's name? Uh, Buffalo, yeah. Buffalo shooter. Uh, Peyton S. Gendron. All right, Peyton yeah, S. Gendron. Right. Uh, this Peyton guy. Gendron. They say that what he did, James, is before he made this killing, he got on these different um, social media services, and he um, invited people in about 30 minutes to his kind of uh, web server or whatever you want to say, this private web server, about 30 minutes before he launched what investigators said was a long-planned massacre at a Buffalo supermarket, Gendron, they say, Invited a small group of people to join him in his chat room. And so they knew what he was going to do. He was talking about it. He was gearing up to do it and all this stuff. And nobody stopped him. I don't believe this narrative, James. And I'm going to tell you why. This echoes of the headline a few years ago in Vegas that said this, quote, Gunman set up cameras at Mandalay Bay telling investigators that he meticulously planned the massacre. Now, I don't deny that these people may have planned the massacre. They might have. 
But in both of these cases, it's the same. These people set up incredible documentation of the evil they're committing. Evidence of, etc. Writing manifestos, literal cameras, watching it go down live, and so on. But every time we dig into this, here's the narrative that happens. The mainstream press says we're going to get them. We're going to know. We're going to whatever. We're going to get to the bottom of it. But nothing ever happens. What the truth is, we find out that every time these people are on psychotropic drugs, every time these have government handlers or government-involved somebodies, uh, every time it's, it's, it's a planned, plotted, oftentimes a prodded thing, every time the, 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 the child has trouble, they don't have a stable family, they don't have a stable mother or father, they don't have a, a tie to God, they weren't raised, raised religiously, they all have problems with females or whatever you want to say, the opposite sex where they're rejected. This pattern repeats itself over and over and over. And nine times out of ten, it's literally provocateurs in government. Now, Randy Weaver just died. I don't know if you know that. But they claim that Randy Weaver that. was kind of like this. He was the early inception of them what we saw in Vegas. Uh, all Randy Weaver did was cut a gun off a little bit too short because he was persuaded to by government bureaucrats, which caused the reign of fury and hell to rain down on poor Randy Weaver, who eventually won, government, won money from the government because the government was wrong and Randy was right. Nevertheless, I digress except to say, look, this is a pattern we're seeing and every time government and drugs and social, whatever you want to call it, distancing, every bit of that's involved every single time. No one's talking about this, James. Sam, what I just heard from you, I'm going to make you a promise right now. Now, I said earlier when we were talking about this that for argument's sake, we're going to take it at face value because that's that's where this whole thing's being litigated right now under the assumption that this was some lone wolf radicalized guy. But yes, there is that other side. There is that other possibility that everything you said is really what happened, and they're using this as a means to advance their agenda of censorship, of oppression. Uh, that this guy could have been a socially awkward, not having luck with the ladies, psychotropic, drug-using, disconnected from God, maybe not a stable family. We don't know much about his family one way or the other, but that's a possibility. And with the government handler. Look, but why, I, hold on, I, I but why don't we, though? We know everything about the supposed manifesto he put together. We know everything about the supposed online whole they didn't know anything about this at the start but now it's all but we don't know if somebody else wrote it we don't know if he wrote it we don't know if this is part of that but we don't know anything of the background well, of this guy like we ought to know we know a little bit and and that is that his so-called manifesto was overwhelmingly copied and lazily so it was a lazy copy of the shooter in christchurch new zealand brenton tarrant who went in and shot a bunch of people at a, at a place of worship a couple of years ago, similar ideas, similar conclusions to, to some of the issues that we talk about, uh, but uh, an action that only helps uh, the enemy. And so it's interesting. I mean, if you were a government agent, hey, we'll just copy and paste this guy's manifesto and say that this guy wrote the same thing. I don't. It's entirely possible. The only reason we're not spending more time talking about it is because that's not the argument that's being waged out there in the media. That's and right, so we're, we're, and that's my we're, point. We're fighting we it on their going, footing. Why are we going with the narrative from the government? Now, listen, here's what's also interesting about this thing, in, in my opinion. Um, supposedly, a bunch of people knew that he was going to go ballistic, and no one called the authorities. So that's how they're kind of trying to say, you're guilty too, James. You, you yeah, exactly. I mean, I could do this. this out, my friend. You. But it goes back to what you said a moment ago. Rooted in Christ, uh, with a family, I mean, obviously, you could look at anybody like us and say, you know, th these aren't going to be shooters. But, yes, I mean, this is exactly the sort of uncertainty that the media and the government 
are, are, are trying to put out there. The anybody truth, that why, believes why like this could be a shooter. Hold on, they could be a shooter tomorrow. If they're telling the truth on the facts on this gentleman, why would they then smear it to you and me in every way possible? Well, that's what I was. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're taking advantage of the situation to do away with people who disagree with them, to silence them, and to want the general public to be to go along with the plan. But uh, if for they're doing s- that, you can't trust their narrative at all. Well, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. I'm just saying we are we are working off of what the debate is right now, and we don't have any evidence that. Well, here's what uh, we know. You ready? This guy was handled. Here's what we know. He bought well the gun legally. Been. Right? Yep. Okay, let me tell you what else we know. We know that he has a Latino friend that says he never experienced any racism from the guy. Yeah, I've heard that. And they went shooting together. We also know that he, um, as far as I can tell, uh, his friends say they don't believe, they don't see how he could have done this. They've even gone shooting with the guy a bunch of times. They don't see how he could have done this. Now, I'll bet you that those details will be squashed more and more and more as this narrative takes over. But what about those? Somebody needs to track all that stuff down and start to Nobody, back into yeah. a real discussion. The press is so lazy and so controlled and so narrative driven. If you deviate from the narrative one time, well, you're going to get fired. That's why you don't have more reporters doing it, even if there are. I mean, we've talked with Sean Bergen, former reporter in New York, who got fired for deviating one time in one live broadcast saying that hey if there were more black fathers perhaps you would have less black crime he was doing a you know a shooting involving a black uh, person and of course he got immediately fired so i mean everybody knows the consequence you pay if you deviate from the narrative but most people are all too happy to go along with the narrative because they've been marinating in it uh, for their whole lives through the media and through the the educational institutions but not me i'm here truth telling busted up buddy (laughs) i'm telling you right now now here's the other thing that i find interesting not only are they trying to smear you and i with this and the whole republican party and tie it to this replacement uh theory idea and tie it to white supremacists everywhere but they're also attacking the services that provided the servers for this guy to go do what he did. There you go. So now there there's an attack on the social media platforms, Discord and Twitch. And boy, isn't it interesting to take the name Discord for the one that you attack the most. Now, it started out as a video game. That's why it was called Discord, because you were supposed to you know, be versing one another, right? Uh, but now this Discord term sits right at the center of this discussion, James. Sam, I'm making you a promise right now. I'm going to go back. We're in the third segment right now of this hour. I'm going to go back and write down word for word what you said a moment ago about some of the things that could be in play here, about the drugs, about uh, uh, everything we just mentioned. And I am going to give it a word for word recitation on my program. I don't think there's any way you could put that more succinctly and, and more compelling. But yes, uh, this again is is coming back uh, to censorship of platforms. Uh Obviously, if a guy's doing a live stream, whether it's on Periscope, whether it's on Twitter, wherever it is, you you can't stop it. I mean, it instantly it comes up. I mean, you can't monitor every feed at all times. I don't. We can talk about it more in the next segment. Hang tight, Liberty Roundtable Live. In message one, we said that Satan, the father of lies, John eight forty four, gave the left evil spiritual power. The more they use the lies. The political left today is the beast. Now the Bible confirms that the dragon gave him the beast his power. Revelation 13, 2. 
The extra evil spiritual power that comes from the beast by their lying is what accounts for the string of the leftist criminals in the government that have never yet been prosecuted. It also explains why American capitalists support communism in the 21st century. Note 1. That behavior of capitalists was predicted by Vladimir Lenin, a cell of the beast. Note 2. Henry Ford was a capitalist, and he would have never gone communist. The difference between Ford and the present day end-time capitalists is that Ford was born and educated in the Kingdom of Christ, 19th century America, the New Jerusalem, Revelation 21. The CDC just reported that 7,218 people died after receiving a COVID-19 shot. Granted, vaccines are a complicated concoction of chemicals, and as with any medical experiment, it can take a long time to get it right. This is not the first time people have been hurt when vaccinated. What is different this time, and so concerning, is the reaction to these death numbers. Let me explain. In 1976, the government vaccinated 45 million people for swine flu. A total of 53 people died after getting that shot, and the U.S. government immediately halted the vaccination program. Why? Because authorities decided it was too much of a risk. Why would they halt the program back then for 53 deaths, but now, with over 7,000 deaths, they are using every method possible to force it on you? In fact, now the health authorities are using their power to silence anyone who dares to question the COVID vaccination. Why? Why is anyone that questions COVID silenced? Even doctors are being censored. What's up with that? Paid for by Evan Bundy for Governor. VoteBundy.com. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what we're seeing is a dishonest attack on social media platforms such as Discord and Twitch. Uh, Why do I say that? Because, look, they're acting like, hey, those platforms were evil, that they've allowed this hate and this hate speech and this white supremacist extreme crazy they've allowed this to prosper on their platform don't you know now it's fascinating any platform that supports our views is an enemy platform any platform that's liberal and psychotic and whacked out and promotes death to you and i as christians murder babies promote you know death and their facebook twitter all instagram all the mainstream ones are, are protected for the most part now that elon musk is talking about buying one they're starting to attack twitter more but look elon musk is not your friend anyway i digress except to say look they're literally attacking these platforms as if they one could have stopped it james and two that they're really the republican party along with these platforms are the purveyors of your and my hate sir that's exactly right. Once again, my friend, and they are going to go after these alternative media platforms, whether it be the Discord um, or Twitch or any of these uh, platforms where you can have an exchange of ideas uh, or share video feeds that have been censored on YouTube or some of the more prominent social media platforms. Of course, of course, they want to get uh, rid of, of uh, platforms that uh, have a diversity of opinion. Uh, they're all for diversity, but not so much of diversity of opinion. And I think what you could see, uh, as I as we, we've said at a time or two already, but this Buffalo shooting at a time when the Democrats were going in, uh, heading into an apparent buzzsaw in the midterm uh, elections, uh, I just think that this shooting couldn't have come at a better time for the establishment. We will see how well-reasoned the electorate is and if they can say, hey, you know what, he was right about this, but the action is wrong, he's going to pay for it with his life. Uh, it doesn't mean that everybody who believes 
that uh, there is a replacement of uh, a demographic shift here in America. doesn't mean that everybody uh, like that is, is culpable. Uh, but I think what you could see is talk of the great replacement, what they're calling the great replacement, uh, to be criminalized. Uh, it, which is uh, amazing if it comes to that. It would be amazing because the people who are talking about this are only echoing what left-wingers say in celebration. We say, hey, we agree with you that this is happening, but it might not be a good idea. Then and only then does it become a conspiracy theory, so-called. But we'll see. Uh, We certainly haven't seen the last uh, of this. I think this is, uh, what, the first time this has happened in America since Dylan Roof uh, that I can remember where you you have a white man who uh, is alleged to have beliefs that are now becoming more and more mainstream in the Republican Party, certainly championed by Tucker Carlson, uh, but that we have always been talking about. I think this is the first time you've had a white man with, with such apparent beliefs take an action like this since Roof. And, of course, everything is just so much more polarized since it was then, even since then, uh, the the discontent and the distrust and uh, the, the balkanization of America has just continued to pace. Be, uh, be very interesting to see what the Democrats can do. But I think they'll only have a short time to do it, Sam. And, and I don't even know if Manchin or Cinema uh, would go along with it. They've been able to rebuff most of Biden's agenda by holding strong. I mean, you've got this razor, razor thin uh, Democratic majority. In fact, it's not really even a majority because without one of the Democrats coming over, they can't even pass it. Uh, and the Democrats have been holding the uh, uh, the line there, Cinema and, and and Mansion. But on uh, one hand, I'm glad about that, James. But I will also say I almost wish that the Democrats could get more of their agenda pushed so the American people can real realize the reality of what they've literally put in place. And we can say it's vote fraud, and it's true. Uh, but I would also say, look, we need Americans to stand up and get involved in this culture war. You can't run around and just let murdering of babies to the point of 60 million babies since Roe versus Wade and then be like, no, um, you can't just run around and let them accuse everybody of being a white supremacist, all you white Christians out there, and act like, oh, it's James and Sam. They're the bad guys. They're the racists. Um, you, know, and the, you can't let these lies stand because eventually the lies, if you tell them enough, become the narrative and the truth and then those lies then be are used to create laws you know pretty soon they'll say sam and james they're lone wolves on sam's platform peddling evil and and look they're terrorists and okay this language is going too far and it's turning into reality and now the republican party the conservative they're the ones at the heart hey the the party has left everybody the party has gone off the rails white supremacist extreme there's an article that i wanted to talk about today we don't have time i'll save it for another day but it says this listen to this living with the far right insurgency yeah in idaho a radical gop faction in open alliance with extremists is seizing power and tarting its opponents with cruelty. Some wonder, is it even time to leave it so bad? Kim Raff, HuffPost, wrote the article. I don't have time to get into it now, but this is the narrative they're painting. And at first you say, oh, that's just a whacked out Washington or, um, uh, Huffington Post. They're always crazy. No, no, no. This is going into the mainstream, ladies and gentlemen. They're tightening the news to say you're a terrorist. They're tightening the news to say you're a Christian, white supremacist, terrorist. And pretty soon it's going to be everybody. It used to just be Sam and James, the only ones that were willing to speak out. But now they're literally telling you, hey, it's most of the Republican Party led by the Donald. Okay, folks, we got to do something Sam- about it and speak up big time, James. 
I'm glad you brought up that uh, po- uh, story out of Idaho from the Huffington Post, and, uh, and I've got it uh, here as well. Uh, the, the headline, of course, as you just mentioned, uh, reads, Living with the far-right insurgency in Idaho. Well, again, what, what is a far-right? What is an extremist? What is a white supremacist? What is a racist? I, I, I wrote the book 12 anybody years ago. Anybody that's not that. a baby killer, anybody that's a Christian. <laughs> got it? Good. That's pretty much it. I mean, certainly a racist is a white person, and racism is anything a white person does that leftists don't like. That, that's how they use the term. Uh, you never hear, never hear about a racist being anything other than a white conservative, certainly. And so... Uh, with this thing in, in Idaho, you know, Sam, I was reading this before the, the show today. I read it for about, this was one of the longest screeds I've ever read out of the Huffington Post. I read for about 30 minutes and thinking, man, this is a long article. I must be getting close to the end. And I was about a fourth of the way through. I mean, that they kept going and going and going. But the gist of it is people with our very heartfelt and legitimate beliefs are making a lot of headway in Idaho. And apparently there's a lot of people in Idaho who now share our beliefs. Uh, that, and in fact, people who may be moving to Idaho because it's a, a community that is friendly, a state that is friendly, perhaps, uh, to, to certain beliefs. Not bad beliefs, not beliefs that we would be ashamed to mention. Uh, but, of course, these people are smeared with all of these different uh, invectives. But I will tell you one thing. It doesn't seem to have depressed real estate prices in Idaho. There is a boom there, and there was a boom going on there long before the inflation set in and the cost of lumber skyrocketed during COVID. Even going back three, four years ago, things were skyrocketing in Idaho. Uh, and I don't think that these beliefs are affecting that at all. Maybe, just maybe, what's going on in Idaho, as reported in this story, is exactly what many people around the country want, and they'd be willing to move there if they could get uh, a state government that is more in tune with their beliefs and not afraid to mention it and mentioned uh, that's I'm a fact that but they're not willing to admit guys. that all they want to do in this post or this piece is take this idea that everybody's got to leave because man the white supremacists are there and they're going to kill everybody and run around with their kkk capes and 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 their white supremacists and and just kill everybody that's what they <laughs> well it, but i'll tell literally you this, this just goes to that. show I was. We were talking about laws that may be coming as a result of Buffalo, and and the point I was uh, about to make was the Democrats aren't going to have very much time, thanks to Mansion and Cinema. They're not going to have much time to pass any any sort of hate speech or hate thought laws uh, anymore than what we already have between now and November, because in November they still should likely be be waxed. Because look, American uh, Americans have the memory of a housefly and uh, or a flea. And this story, as tragic as it is in Buffalo, and as sad as it is to admit this, this is mostly going to be forgotten in a couple of weeks. We'll see how much the media can regurgitate it and keep it current. But I, I, I don't know if it's uh, it's bad timing. It, it's, a, it's a stupid thing. But I don't know if it's going to cost the Republicans in the midterms. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't, uh, then uh, they'll be able to take back over. And I don't think you'll see hate speech and hate thought laws coming from the Republicans because – as we saw here in Idaho, and as the statistics, again, and we base all of our opinions here, we base our opinions on this. Look, if I was the only person to believe as I believe, I would go down as, as the last person. You can call me friends. You can call me whatever. Uh, but we're basing uh, what we're talking about here on facts, and the facts of the situation are that uh, millions of Republicans now believe in this uh, great replacement fact. And the Republicans aren't going to push back against it because that's their base now. Whereas in 2015, maybe it was still a little more, and I hate to use this word, more of a fringe ideology. Uh, it was very much true then as it is now, no more, no less. But now uh, 
it is. It but is we've gained ground in terms of the reality of the check, ladies and gentlemen. And I yes. would like to say that it's the new media taking center stage at the center of that. And I'm, I'm proud uh, to be part of that leadership. Uh, yes. Again, I'm not a racist. I believe we're all God's children. We should behave like it. Yes. I believe we are told to multiply and replenish the earth. And that's God's law to all of us. I'm fine with all that. And I'm fine with people freely associating with whoever they choose to, not forced by government for whatever reasons. Now, before the end of the hour, I got to get to a couple of things that I promised I'd get to. And the, this story has just taken over in, in a good way because it's been great dialogue. But here's the tidbits I promised to deliver. Yuma County, Arizona Sheriff's Department opens massive voter fraud investigation after 2,000 mules goes viral. So now the Yuma, Arizona Police Department has opened a massive investigation, and they're calling for people to bring evidence. Secondly, Aletha, Kansas, it's called the Johnson County Sheriff's Office, has also now investigating claims of election fraud. The department announced Sheriff Calvin Hayden has assigned a cyber crimes investigator to review an undisclosed number of allegations. Sheriff Calvin Hayden, quote, we have an obligation to the people that we serve to investigate every reasonable complaint we receive until we receive a successful conclusion. All right, until we reach a successful conclusion. He says, we'll do the investigation. The charging is up to the district attorney's office. And then the sheriff's department considers this to be an active investigation that intends to provide all findings to the Johnson County uh, District Attorney's Office for potential charges. You now have two counties that have already opened up investigations, and you have the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association getting ready to hold a press conference to tell you a whole lot more. Keep an eye on the ball, ladies and gentlemen. We at Liberty Roundtable Live and the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association are at the absolute center of this because, folks, if you can't have honest elections and if you can't protect the most innocent among us and if you can't protect our border, we don't have a nation. James, the final word's yours, my friend. Sam, I love you. I agree with everything you've said today, as I almost always do, 99%. But uh, I really appreciate what you said a moment You're ago. You're allowed to be wrong on occasion. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 1%, you can't get. But uh, touche. Look forward to seeing you and your wife very soon. And, and you're right. This network uh, and the programs on this network have been uh, a part of this discussion and a part of the catalyst for moving things in, I think, a healthy direction for a long, long time. We've caught a lot of heat for it, but we're still kicking. Thanks for your support, ladies and gentlemen. Support Sam and the Liberty Roundtable and the Liberty News Radio Network. Roger that, ladies and gentlemen. Hang tight. Two hours in the can today. Hard-hitting news the network refuses to use always continues on your radio. Check out libertyroundtable.com. LovingLiberty.net, BrideyOnRadio.com, BrideyOnTV.com, ThePoliticalCesspool.org. Man, we're all in this together, baby. And I'm telling you right now, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.